one time summer camp. And welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp. It's been a, a it's been a it's been a bit since you've that's heard from us. A, that's not a sentence. Yep, it's <laughs> been a bit. Uh, we're back. Yeah, we had some life things going on. And, that sounds um, so mysterious. And I like was told to ominous. blame Yoko. Oh no, I think that's yeah, what John that's said. Um, so yeah. John did yeah. say blame Yoko. <laughs> she... Thanks, Yoko. I mean, it's not the first time she'd break something up. Yeah, um, you heard it here. We're anyway. broken up. Goodbye. Wow, what happened? <laughs> what, what happened? John just said we're broken up. Uh, but no we're not broken up we're back uh we just took some time off because life happens and we were busy and our schedules so did busy. not line up until tonight so well, we're gonna, have we ever recorded on a wednesday before maybe <laughs> like early on i think we yeah <laughs> can't remember the last time we recorded on a yeah, if it if it's re- if we're recording on a weekday it's a monday because we have to record we've done thursdays and we've done mondays yeah. We've done a couple of Fridays. We've done a lot of Sundays and like a couple Saturdays. A yeah, a couple Sundays. Mostly Mondays, the night before it publishes. <laughs> we're great. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Thanks. that's where we're our best. Best, you know, like last minute pressure. But we're actually going to change it up this episode. We're going to do something a little different because uh, we want to just try something out. So instead of following the normal camp uh, podcast formula, you guys. Why am I hosting this? What is going You're doing on? Doing great. Instead of them following the normal like formula for episode, um, we're gonna switch it up here. Um, I we should still introduce ourselves though. So yeah, if you haven't get to know you, we can still do that. I I mean I do, but I feel like I want to change it, and I'm gonna change okay. it. Actually, okay, I got Uh-oh. it. So my get to know you question is, how do you cook your perfect s'more? Ooh, that's good. Done that. That's good. <laughs> All right, so I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director of Lutherdale and Sugar Creek in Wisconsin, and Where? I'm a very impatient roaster of marshmallows. Ooh. So I normally just burn it, but I like to do uh, two marshmallows mm. because why not? So I'll do a graham cracker, and I like to do three sticks of chocolate Hershey bar on the bottom. Uh, two marshmallows, and then three more sticks of Hershey chocolate, and then another graham cracker for a big old monster. Interesting. Interesting. That's my s'more. Yeah, okay. just burn it. Set it on fire. Watch it burn. My name is Aaron Colick. I am the former program director of uh, Briarwood in Texas and Camp Stony in New Mexico. And um, fun fact, I don't really like chocolate that much. Like, I can eat it. It's fine, but it's just not my favorite. Uh, so I was introduced to a different kind of s'more that I love called the s'moreo, which is you take an Oreo cookie and you, you know, twist it open and then you put your roasted marshmallow in between that. Um, I am a very patient marshmallow roaster. <laughs> if it's burnt, it's wrong. It, you need to get it. You have to hold it above the coals, not above the flame. Got to get the heat and wait till it gets to that nice crispy brown where the inside gets all gooey otherwise what's the point it's just a carcinogenic fluff and it's ugh, it's not You're good not burning it long enough oh my gosh no <laughs> so uh you put the roasted marshmallow not the burnt marshmallow in between the oreo cookie and you squish and you eat it is quite delicious s'moreos not bad 
I just have one clarifying question. You said you don't like chocolate. Ah, it's okay. What is an Oreo? Uh, it's that. See, that's the thing. Like, I can do chocolate, but, but like but, the but, whole like, <laughs> I guess like chocolate candy is where I don't really okay. like. I can do like chocolate okay. ice cream, but like yeah. if it's like the triple fudge brownie ice cream stuff, that's way too rich. I can't do it. It hurts my stomach, man. When I was a kid, I hated chocolate. Like, really? wouldn't touch it except. For Reese's, because that's an exception. Peanut butter makes it better. <laughs> Peanut right, butter uh, is delicious. Uh, you other person who doesn't like sweets, what's your favorite uh, way to cook a sweet campfire dessert? All right, so my favorite s'more is called a Jack Mallow. And also, who are you? No, no, no. <laughs> He's like, hold up. No. All right, Jack Mallow. No, okay. Jack Mallow. No, my name is John. I'm the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in... Idaho, right there. Um, oh. Yeah, so a Jack Mallow. Jack Mallow, you, you take the marshmallow, put it on the stick, you build a fire, a good fire, you're sitting around it, and you want to... It, it's not like... Okay, I'm a really good at roasting s'mores. Yeah. Or like roasting marshmallows. Because I do... Like, I'm a slow rotisserie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a... Good job, John. Two hours later, and I won't eat it. <laughs> yeah. I won't eat it. Like, I'll give, give it, it away. away. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, but Jack Mallows, you got to go a little quick. You, you you want a good kind of crisp, not burnt, a good crisp outside, yep. okay. but you got to be able to pull out the middle to make a shot glass. Oh. So you pull out the middle, you oh, make yeah. a shot glass, you pour Jack Daniels in it, and then you, you shoot it because that, that will tear through that marshmallow in about five seconds it's gonna burn what do you do, do you eat the marshmallow it. or do you just throw the marshmallow on the fire when you're done <laughs> no no you 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 like shoot the whole the thing, whole thing? Like jello shots but that sounds like it's, i don't i can't tell if that's good or not no it's weirdly good jack daniels and marshmallow mm-hmm. all right uh don't try what this at camp you when try you it kids. right now uh there Maybe. No, no, no. This is a great Sunday night. Let's get to know you campers type of activity. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, I thought we said we were starting a new podcast. <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, well, speaking of uh, new podcast, so we have a new idea for this podcast, and we're going to talk about food. That's right. Ooh. Food episode. Uh, I feel like we often, in our get to know you questions or what are the odds, we end up talking about food. A lot. Very, very often. So we said, you know, let's take a break from the norm and let's have a podcast just about camp food and our favorite camp food. So um, do either of you guys want to start us off? Like, we're kind of winging it. I'll admit that. Uh, I what? think Aaron wants to start us off because he's hungry. He did, I don't feel He like... did suggest this. So, Aaron, what is your, like, what's your experience with camp food? What's my, I, I ate it. Like I don't know. This is a weird way to phrase that question. What's my experience? experience. <laughs> what's your what's your what's your bowel like? It was a Tuesday it? in June. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know how about we start off? Let's let's start this easy. Every camp has some sort of like cooking over the campfire trick, right? Like everyone kind of has the idea of like like hobo meals, right? Like you have everything like the you know food in the foil put it on the fire blah 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 those you know you have those traditional things but i'm sure you guys have like your cool little tricks that you guys do at your camp as well um or you've seen at other camps even um 
So let's go with campfire cooking as our first um, very planned segment into this. Uh, what are some of the greatest campfire cooks that you've ever seen? Like some of the coolest things you've seen. Uh, I'll start. Um, I'll even give two. It has to do with fruit. Gives you dessert. So it's it's easy and it's not hard to do um, as far as like prep and getting things ready. One of them was cinnamon apples. And so you literally, but it's not like you think, um, John's not going to like this at all. Uh, basically, you take the apple and you, you core out the apple, right? So you just take the knife and you core it out. So you have like a apple bowl almost. Um, but then you cut off the top, kind of like a pumpkin, you know? And uh, then you take cinnamon red hots, the candy. Oh, gosh. And you put them in the middle of the apple, okay? And then you seal it up, wrap it up in foil, throw it on the fire. And you let it basically cook like that for a while. Then when you take it out, you really aren't going to eat the candy. You kind of you can dump it out because it's going to be like gooey and super boiling hot. And then you cut up the apple and you have cinnamon apples ready to go. It's super simple and easy to pack. Um, the other one is a little bit harder, but it's super good. Uh, I kind of made this one up. Because it sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. It, it's great if you're using an oven. Like campfire, it's going to hit or miss. Uh, you take a banana, and with the peel on, you slice it halfway, like long ways. Right? So you have like two banana halves. Um, almost like a banana split, but with the peel still on. And then you sprinkle cinnamon sugar on them. And then you put it back up, wrap it up in foil, and put it back on the fire. Um, you don't want to leave it on too, too long. It doesn't take as long to cook as the apples. Um, but then you come out and you can eat, literally eat the banana out of the peel, like with a fork. It'll just pop out. So Super good. you can also do that same trick with bananas, but you put like um, little mini marshmallows and chocolate chips inside the banana. Oh. It's kind of like a s'more, but it's a little like healthier because it's a banana. But it's the same thing <laughs> where you, you cut it open down yeah. the length and you shove it full. I assume people do like peanut butter in there as well. And you just wrap oh, it Oh, that's a great idea. Peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, what does hot peanut butter taste like? I wonder. It's just good. Had... Oh, that's interesting. I've never had hot peanut butter. Yeah. Sounds like a mess. It's it really good. But it. you use a fork. Like you just eat it out of the peel with the fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out good. of the peel. It's like its own natural plate. Um, uh, my biggest thing with campfires is I love cooking in Dutch ovens. Oh, yeah. I'm very, I, I just, I love them because they're so versatile. But Like a cast iron Dutch oven? Yeah, a cast iron Dutch oven. Yeah. But my biggest thing that I always see is that people like, for Dutch ovens, you need really good coals. They'll like build a big fire and then they'll like throw it on and just like expect it to cook. But Dutch oh, ovens okay. cook from the top down. Really? So you, yeah. You need to have really good coals. You burn, make a big fire, you burn it down. Log cabin's better. Okay. Then you spread it out, you put the Dutch oven in, and you put the coals on top of the lid. The whole helps. thing? That's great. You just put coals right on top, and then it just it cooks from the top down. It's very even, and it's just... You can make so many great things, but you just have to cook it right. That's what's your fa- what's your favorite Dutch oven thing to cook over a campfire? Okay, maybe maybe not the favorite, but like one of your favorites. Man, I can't. We did so many. Like we did a chicken and rice. It's basically just like rice, cut up chicken, cream and mushroom soup, and like vegetables. Mm. Like it and corn. Like it's nothing amazing, but like some of those things, they just like bring those memories back. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, it, it really was not that good. And most of the time the rice was crunchy because it wasn't fully cooked. <laughs> but it just like, ugh. 
I feel like that'd be a great way to make like stew. Like something that could just sit in there for like a couple hours and it's not going to like ruin because it's just soup yeah. at that point. You can and also mean like meat and everything simmer. We made like cakes where you just like do a cake mix and you throw it in there and then you like cut up some fruit and throw it in there as well. It's a dessert. It's just a cake. Ugh. It's really good. It's just a cake. But but cake is gross. So you're gross. John, That's what's true. your what's your campfire cooking? Oh, I've never cooked over a campfire in my life. <laughs> that is never such a lie. <laughs> um, okay. My favorite campfire cooking. We did most of our cooking over like stoves. Good story. I feel like out of all three of us, you're the one I expected most <laughs> to have like some phenomenal like guys, I don't know if you ever did this, but if you do if you put these five ingredients together, you get heaven. Like well, some That's really hard because it's like like I this is gonna be like a weird subtle brag. Like I've I eat very well. Like I, I eat very well in my whole life growing up, like ranching with my grandpa going up in the hills, it was always Dutch oven and mm-hmm. it was always like this old school like there was peach cobbler, there was Dutch oven oh. potatoes, there was like of course oh, there were Dutch just, oven potatoes. I mean, it, did it, you expect anything less? It well, and well, that's just it. Like, I that was just the food that I grew up on, and so yeah. it wasn't like I I just ate really well, and you can't tell. I mean, I'm like three pounds, but um, I'm trying to think of one. I think one of my favorite is probably Dutch oven potatoes. It's just sliced potatoes from the whole potato okay slice like you would be making making chips yep put that down you put cheese in it you put cream of mushroom um and then you just let it cook all really you bury it you put the coals and then you bury it in the ground like dirt over the top of it it holds the heat all day Uh, like you built you put it wait hold on you dig a hole in the ground Uh uh-huh Put some coals, put coals down, down in the bottom put the, of it. Put the Dutch oven in, bury it, more coals on top of it, then put more the dirt back on top. top. And then you put it, it basically creates like an in the ground oven. That's awesome. Nice. And it's yeah. like the opposite of how you make kimchi. Like kimchi, you literally bury like a jar of kimchi in the ground, but deep so that it's a natural refrigerant, like a refrigerator, because oh. it keeps it cool. And you let it sit there for like weeks. Why don't you just put it in your fridge? This is when they didn't have refrigerators, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, remember? He's like 90. Oh, God, oh yeah, sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> we called them ice boxes back then. Um, <laughs> What's ice? What's a uh, box? Dude, that's super cool. I kind of want to try that. I don't yeah. know if my no. wife will be happy me digging a hole in the ground just to cook potatoes. Oh, but I'll come do it. <laughs> don't I, dig a hole the, I, don't I don't think the issue is who's <laughs> digging the hole. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded to me like uh, she would have an issue with you digging a hole in the yard. That is what you now, said. Now, if, uh, oh, Buddy John just came walking in from Idaho and really funny. dug a hole in the backyard. <laughs> what happened Probably to this guy? Fun. He's just burying potatoes in my backyard. <laughs> oh, man. That's really cool. I like that a lot. So, I genuinely want to try that. When you guys were at camp, did you have like, I mean, we might have talked about this before, but like set meals where like every day you knew kind of what you were going to be eating mm-hmm. uh man rice we were going to have <laughs> rice every day 
and it wasn't always like it wasn't white rice it was like spanish rice or something up to akin of that and it would be with everything like hey we're having chicken parmesan with spanish rice we're having (laughs) macaroni and cheese and hot dogs and spanish rice (laughs) like it was just (laughs) always there and guys i love rice like it you know, John is to potatoes like Aaron is to rice. Like, it just, it was part of my upbringing. It's just what I ate. Have you ever had riced potatoes? Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, no. I've had riced cauliflower. I've not had riced potatoes. What the hell would you do that to cauliflower for? <laughs> well, it's, it was when I was on keto it's, stuff. Like, it's healthy. Yeah, it's healthier than regular rice. It tastes disgusting, Damn. but it's healthier. Um, <laughs> cauliflower is gross. Um, unless you, like, drench it with, like, ranch any anything else <laughs> just anything um but yeah it's uh we always had rice man it was mm. uh. we for quite a few years and up until i think my last year we, we just had a, a, a different cook uh we followed a schedule like a week schedule yeah it, sunday was always spaghetti night say and no wait no pizza Sunday pizza. Okay. Yo, so, pizza? Well, it was oh. it was always spaghetti night because it was the easiest one. You could make a big bowl of spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Like huge batch of it and it would last all night. But then if you had some unexpected parents that wanted to stay for for dinner or you know they were in the area, you had some guests, you could easily throw in some more noodles and make a meal for somebody. So it was always kind of a they're, we're expecting this many campers, but we might also have 20 of their parents staying for dinner, and we need to have that much food. So spaghetti was always the first meal. Um, Wednesdays for lunch, when we came back from our overnights mm-hmm. and everybody was starving, grilled cheese and tomato soup. Aaron, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. And then <laughs> the Thursday nights was pizza night. Well, um, oh. we have at Sugar Creek is a very set schedule, um, and I'm going to share it because why not? Oh, um, no, the secret. Sunday lunch yes. was sandwiches for the staff. Sunday dinner was pizza. You're Mon- so nice. You provided Sunday lunch to staff? It was just sandwiches. Man, we, just tell, we told him eat before you show up to staff yeah, meeting. We normally did staff meeting at 11, so we kind of had lunch at Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, early. Monday, the three meals were uh, pancakes and sausage, sandwiches, hot dogs. Tuesday, it was... Uh, oh, gosh. What was Tuesday breakfast? Why am I blanking on this? Pancakes. Uh, it was eggs. Waffles. Mm-hmm. Just eggs. No, it was eggs and like eggs. a meat protein side, tacos for lunch. Dinner was either chicken tenders or um, potatoes and meatballs with gravy. So, hold on. You didn't just have eggs at every breakfast? No. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Are you serious? Yeah, We I'm had serious. eggs at every breakfast. Like powdered eggs. We, at Lutherdale, okay. we did. Lutherdale was way different. But So, Sugar Creek Wednesdays was oatmeal for breakfast, um, sandwiches for lunch, hamburgers for dinner. Thursday was French toast sticks for (laughs) breakfast, chicken patties for lunch, spaghetti for dinner. Fridays was cereal and yogurt and like fruit 
for breakfast and sandwiches for lunch. And that was the entire week, all summer long. Man, I bet you got tired. That's a lot of carbs. Yes, it is. <laughs> Golly. Um, what was your eggs? Where were your eggs? <laughs> they didn't make eggs daily. No, it was just Tuesdays. We had oh eggs almost God. every day. At Lutherdale, Wait, we did Did y'all use eggs real for... eggs, John? We used... Um, like the carton? Like it's liquid. In a liquid egg. Yeah, liquid carton. eggs. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I mean by like powdered eggs. Like the like... It's like fake eggs, man. It no, ain't real. Well, it was never powdered. It ain't real. Uh, no, it's what real. uh at least seventy five percent what the carton <laughs> said. Uh what was the meal or food at camp that you never got tired of? And then what was the meal that if you never have it again, you'll be okay? Jeff, we know you're never again okay answer. Actually it's a different answer. Really? Sausages? Yeah. Um, it's not sausages? <laughs> no, the French toast sticks and sausages, that was a that was a rough time, but I've eaten it again. While I was working at Sugar Creek, I got so sick of taco salads. Oh, I, like, yeah. ta- I don't know why. It was always Tuesday lunch, and I just hated it. I, I think it's like the flavor with meat or something. Like I just mm-hmm. I hate it. I never wanted to eat it again, and I just boycotted like- it. Like yeah. weird lukewarm lettuce too. Yep, I yeah. I yeah. started just having a sandwich for lunch for the f- third day in a row because I wanted that more than a taco salad. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, but what, what what meal did you love? Not even meal. Like what food item? I should say. I would probably say this was at Lutherdale. He made a breakfast sandwich that we called the McLutherdale, and it was basically like a really nice, beautiful croissant with oh. like a an omelet with like ham and cheese in it, and then more cheese on top. And it's like a that sounds really good. It was like a whatever Mc something from McDonald's, like a breakfast sandwich. But, well, the croissant, uh, croissant is the, the the Burger King, the croissant witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but I know my fast food breakfast. I know, I, but I just, I, ate that. My I, ate that. I used to eat that all the time when I worked at, uh, for telecom stuff. My boss hated bringing food to work. He always wanted to go out to eat, which was awful, but sometimes he would just buy me my food. So it was okay. Yeah. And he loved Burger King breakfast, the croissant, which, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that was always my favorite one. I never got sick of it at Lutherdale. The chef would always like make yeah, two for good. me. Or if I yeah. missed breakfast, he would always like have one set aside for me. Cause he knew it was my favorite. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. What about you, John? Uh, any breakfast ever. A- any of them? Any, any breakfast. That's what you, wait, what your favorite was or what you're tired of? Oh, my favorite. Sorry. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, no, my favorite, for real though, was this potato dish. Um, <laughs> yes! Potato, yeah, so... potato casserole. It was like, it was cream of mushroom soup with uh, shredded potatoes and cheese and then more cheese and mm. then some like cream cheese and then some more cheese <laughs> and then on top you put a little bit more shredded cheese and then oh you would God. put crushed up Kellogg's cereal on top yeah to give the crunch yeah nice. that's a classic Lutheran that casserole is hot right dish. there oh yeah it's hot a, dish it's yeah a Lutheran hot dish Casa dish. Um, <laughs> then the one that I would never eat again. Oh no, I have two that I would eat every day. Okay. Okay. So we had this group 
Hodiah that came to camp. It was Idaho Diabetic Camp. Um, and during that week, I would stay on site, and it was just hospitality, and it was like a thousand of them. But every lunch, every day, was sandwiches. I could do that because, I mean, they they absolutely had just the spread. Oh yeah, of sandwich stuff. Like, oh, that's good. You know, they've they've got their their dietary needs, um, but it was just an absolute spread. So the sandwich was different every day, nice. but it was always two hundred percent. Like it was. I never made a bad sandwich during Hodaya week. <laughs> it's like having like your own subway like yeah in front of you that you can do yeah. anything with. That's cool. Um, and then it was it was always like the rush of the morning, rush of the morning, <clears throat> make your sandwich, put it in a sack and go eat it later for like mm-hmm. 3 hours when they would be gone doing activities and it would be our break time. Oh, there's just something about that sandwich. The thing I would never eat again. chicken and rice chicken and rice it wasn't no spanish rice it was just like here's some white rice and chicken white minute rice and baked chicken yeah that's Uh, literally one of the things i said i loved making a dutch oven was chicken and rice (laughs) no but yours is like you have cream of mushroom and other things in there too ours was like maybe we'll put it on the grill maybe we'll just bake it (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah uh let's see thing thing i could be done with forever Man, my first summer as a program director at Briarwood, um, our chef there, his name was Norm, great guy, um, fant- he's a, from Hawaii, really cool, um, but he loved making this chicken cordon bleu thing, Ooh. and he would do it every week, which is fine, but I don't know, like, I just got really sick of eating it, um, yeah, I could go, f- I could go, th- I haven't had chicken cordon bleu since he left. Like anywhere, it's just I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I could eat forever, every day. Uh, the following chef, uh, Carlos, super awesome, um, from from Puerto Rico. He made this. It literally was just fried sweet potato balls. That's all it was. Oh, dude, they they were so good, and he would, they were like fried and super like hot and gooey inside and he put powdered sugar on top of them oh my gosh they were so good i never had anything like that before and he just came up to me one time i was walking through the cafeteria and he was like he was like hey brother brother come here come here come here, come here. and i'm like okay what and he's like eat this and the thing is like carlos sometimes made interesting choices his first year uh he also this is the guy that made um pig's feet for our campers one time as a meal Yes, that happened. Um, also, liver and onions one time. That was cool. Um, and so, like, it was always a little bit of a gamble when he was like, hey, eat this. You're like, all right. Um, and I, I looked at it, and all I just saw was just, like, brown fried ball with powdered sugar on top. And I'm like, is it a dessert? And he's like, kinda. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right. So I bit into it, and I was like, Holy Moses, that's delicious. He's like, yeah, I don't have enough for everybody, though, so don't say nothing. And he just walks away. <laughs> so I was like, what? And so I came, we came into dinner, and I'm sitting, like, all the campers with their counselors and everything, and I go and sit at a table, and I was going to have a meeting with our um, 
like leadership staff, and he comes by. It's like here you go, here you guys go, and he drops it on the table. And I was like, yes, all right. And everyone else just like, what the heck did Carlos just put on the table? <laughs> I was like, you don't have to eat if you don't want, but I'm gonna have some. It ended up being like this, like staff secret that, and so like every summer, like once in a while he would make it. Um, one time he made it for everybody, and he said he would never do that again because it was a lot of work. No, oh, gosh. Um, oh, I, I'm, I miss Carlos's balls. They were great. Man, cooks at camp are some of the most loved, but like, I feel like underappreciated. Not underappreciated, like under underrated in yeah. The, yeah. like in the real world like they are so just good usually 99% of the time they're just an awesome person yeah dude for sure and then they make all this food and they're literally in that kitchen all day just cooking for hundreds of people for like yeah and for like 13 14 hours they're in that kitchen yeah and then they just come up with all this amazing food and you just eat it and leave Mm. But you feel so good afterwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. All right, everybody. If you are thinking about your favorite camp cook, I, I need you to call them. I need you to? <laughs> Why would you have their number? Do you like? That's, that's okay. not normal. How do? Wait. So you guys didn't give out your chef's number at the end of each camp? Nope. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Okay. We gave out their whole social media page. It was like a business card that had their uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, phone. Grubhub. You, you Grubhub. Did, did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> DoorDash for the camp. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, though. That's, That's a good idea. <laughs> hey, Carlos, uh, I just placed an order for like two dozen sweet potato balls. Uh, seen in like 45 minutes, right? Cool. Right. Man. I have some camps I need to call about some camp Grubhub. That's some that's a that's an awful idea. Like your poor <laughs> chefs, like you're just like on call to make whatever people order. I'll have uh, four McLutherales, thank you. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock at night. Yeah, man, if you could just uh, pop that in real quick, that'd be great. Can I get a uh, just a whole potato casserole? <laughs> I know it's 10 o'clock at night, but, like, I have friends coming over. Cool. It'll be there in two hours. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, so, at Sugar Creek, we had this infamous uh, campfire food called Bannock. B- spell that. Bannock. B-A-N-N-O-C-K. K. Oh. Mm-hmm. Some people just but... do B-A-N-N-O-K, I think. Um, okay. Bannock. They're basically deep-fried pancakes, essentially, Ooh. but they're a little heartier than pancakes it sounds um, so state fair mm. it really is so we would make these in, on the campfire and you just get a big old frying pan throw it on the fire fill it with oil and you just deep fry these and we'd always like, tell the campers they're only allowed to have one piece of bannock and you can put like chocolate chips on top or like a cinnamon sugar combo on it to make it like nice and sweet or peanut butter if you really want um, people do whatever Dude, peanut butter and pancakes, low-key, awesome. But back to Bannock. <laughs> John, we, would, we would tell the kids they can only have one piece. Because the saying goes with Bannock is that if you have more than one, it either turns into a bowling ball or a bouncy ball. It's either going to sit heavy in your stomach or make you hyper as heck? Uh, no, it's either going to shoot out the bottom or bounce back out the top. <laughs> 
so that's amazing um, the campers would only get one piece of bannock but the staff would always just kind of eat whatever they wanted to and many times it happened where it was uh it would just is it because it's just so greasy yeah it's just so much grease it just does not sit it's like it's probably like eating a funnel cake man but like five times as greasy it's no funnel cakes are so greasy it's really greasy but it's also after like having a dinner that's cooked out on the fire normally we did it on like wednesday nights so we would have um hash browns and burgers and baked beans like a very greasy Mm. heavy meal and then that night we have bannock so you just had a lot of grease for dinner, and now you're throwing this grease on top of it. It never went well. So I feel like you're account. setting them up for failure. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty upset that you've never offered this to either of us before when we hung out. Dude, I'll make it for you next time you come to Wisconsin. All right. I got a little what fire pit in my backyard. Do you? Yeah. Already? Yeah. They left it. The house? <laughs> ah, yeah. That's what it's I got a really nice house. ring in it. It's really cool. That's what, I did. that's what I did in my last house. I left my fire pit. Yeah. I was like, you're welcome, next people. Yep. No. Uh, that's dope. Uh, I am super hungry now. It's almost yeah. your dinner time. It's Ten really o'clock. Yeah, one minute. Like, one minute. How do you wrap this up? How do you wrap up? How do you, how do you Grubhub this order and get it out of here? Oh my How do you gosh. Grubhub this episode? Well, you can Grubhub us by uh, <laughs> Googling for us on Grubhub and giving us five stars. We would love that. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, we... We do have an announcement about the podcast. We kind of alluded to it at the beginning. We uh, yeah, we're breaking up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, Here we are guys. not breaking up. That is not true. Um, with our crazy lives, though, we are going to kind of slow it down a bit, and we're going to be releasing every other week. So when you temporarily, temporarily, yep, yep just for the time being, um, just to get us through summer, like we mentioned. Uh, Lots of crazy stuff is happening in our lives right now that we've kind of talked about a little bit, and you maybe picked up on. If you haven't, just ask us. We'll probably tell you what's going on. But stay out of my business. Yeah. My life is a closed book. Yeah, it's closed. It's just all that tattoo. Um, it's really the only reason I don't want to, just so I can have more time to sit in a chair. It. <laughs> just, just uh, uh. please don't. <laughs> uh, yep. So It'll we are. Bad. We are going to kind of slow down and do every other week. We'll still be here, though. Um, but there are a few ways you can contact us. I think next episode we'll get back to the normal routine of everything, telling some camp stories. So uh, we'll, I'm guessing maybe not. We'll see how this one is received by you all <laughs> listeners. So if you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed kind of changing it up, let us know. You can uh, email us. Uh, and John, what's our email? I don't remember. It's cool. So long. Aaron, what's our email? No, it's this, this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. That's the one. You better pull up your notes there, John. You, you know can also you. call us. What are you talking uh, about? Aaron, what's our phone number? 262-885-1551. You can Wrong. also find us on OnlyFans. John, what's our... <laughs> our only fan handle so just you know what's just start dumb flipping through it you, and wait for you, wait for a picture of jeff without a this shirt this is on. dumb like we're probably the only ones who think this is funny like everyone's listening is like yeah we get it we get the joke like we think we're just cracking up every time it's so funny um we're hilarious but you can find us on patreon john how would they find us on patreon 
I've never been on Patreon. I have no <laughs> you idea. just searched this one time summer camp. It's in the oh, show okay. notes for the episode. Let, let me say that. Let me say that. Oh my so God. all you need to do is go on Patreon.com. Oh <laughs> yes. Dot com. Dot com. And you're going to search this one time at summer camp. You're going to look for a shirtless picture of Jeff. <laughs> and that'll be us. Or oh it's gosh. the logo for our podcast. Um, but yeah, we, Wait, isn't we, that the logo? Yep, pretty much. If you look closely, you gotta kind of squint your eyes. You'll see it. It's uh, like it's on top of the mountain. Three D effect there. Um, but yeah, we still would appreciate the support there, so we can uh, keep this podcast going. Um, like we did say, we appreciate all of you listening. And if you enjoy this podcast, make sure to tell someone about it. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us know again if you like this kind of new <laughs> format, changing it up. Or if you have any ideas of what we should talk about, uh, we're really open to anything as long as it's and, camp and adjacent. If, if you, if you didn't, if you didn't like it, <laughs> just um, don't say anything. You need to all email us and sit uh, specifically to Aaron. Aaron, get it together. It's <laughs> true. Think yeah. of a story. <laughs> yeah, it was really Aaron's fault. It is a hundred percent my fault, and I don't even feel bad about it. <laughs> That's good. We just talked about food. Yeah, so hungry. All right, that'll do it for us. We're gonna stay on and talk a little bit for Patreon afterwards. So if you want to hear what we talk about on Patreon, like what we're drinking, or about Aaron's or what tattoo. John has on camera right now. Yeah, he's got something really weird on camera. We're gonna talk about it in just how a minute. Weird? You know how. So thanks all for listening. Bye everybody. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. Summer camp.